Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to the New Psychic Hour. Okay, here we are. We're a little late today. Sorry about that, but we are here now and ready to take your calls. Nine one four three three eight zero one six four is the way to get a hold of us. Press one if you'd like to speak with us, and uh, we would love it if you joined us on Facebook and on Twitter. Those accounts are linked on our Blog Talk Radio profile. Me and Kristen Baker Psychic. And you may follow us on on uh, Blog Talk Radio as well, which accomplishes basically nothing. But anyway, you can do that if you want. You know, <laughs> it's it's uh, somewhat amazing how we can be walking down the street and a stranger can approach us and say, "Hey, can a chakra ever shut down?" Now, um, <laughs> I, and, we, and it happens so frequently. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. You know, I don't know. How many times do we get stopped and asked? Uh, that is an important question. Shutting um, down. And it's a hard uh, question to answer because, number one, does a chakra ever shut down? The answer would be yes. They, you know, it's like a a TV. Can a TV ever shut down? If it's turned off, is it still on? How do you really shut a TV down? You either smash it or unplug it. Now, basically speaking, a chakra can't be shut down. It can't be turned off, basically. Because they operate. As long as you're breathing, they're operating. So the idea of a chakra breaking down (laughs) or stopping is not in the same terminology as something else breaking down as chakra because the chakra would actually have to the person would have to be dead and the and the soul would have to be removed now now the chakra now the chakras are in the soul and uh, because the chakras aren't in the body they're in the, in the soul energy but when the body breaks down the soul no longer needs to be in the body, so the body leaves and takes the soul, so you could virtually say that the chakras have shut down if you're just looking at the body. Right, but the chakra, I mean, a chakra can become dormant. Dormant. That's it, different. That's right. when we're getting into the idea of shutting down. And what do we mean by dormant? What is the real terminology definition of dormant? To be still to be inactive, to be in hibernation, to not be moving. See, when you get into the synonyms of dormant and to uh, look at the root word, the Latin word dormant, uh, we're looking at the idea is to be vacant, to not be there, to not be active. In right, it. and it's 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 dormir. Yeah, dormir. That's for the sleep. females. Well, it's sleep. Dor- yeah, from sleep. Dor- dor- right. I know. So, I mean, it's not a permanent state; it's a temporary state. Yeah. being dormant. But you see, what the word dormant to sleep is a poor analogy <clears throat> because really, sleep is not dormant. Sleep is very active. In fact, our you know rapid eye movement. So to equate dormant with sleep is isn't. Well, 
it may be a misnomer, but that's where the word originates. I know, but what do they know? I mean, in terms of the inter, the, the, the etymology. I was not around to correct them. Um, <laughs> yes. My ego was, but I wasn't. Um, now, when when we talk about a chakra, considering that we believe in chakras, so we Believe in chakras. We believe in chakras. We believe in chakras. Okay, that's BC. Before Christ. Get into that Um, idea. Believing in chakras. Yeah, you believe in. in. You have to be in the chakra to believe in it. Outside, you can believe outside the chakra. Okay, so if we have, if we are under the the impression that there are chakras, how does a chakra become dormant? Well, a chakra doesn't become dormant. Neither do we become dormant in our sleep. We, we sometimes become more aware. So what happens when a chakra, I can't even use the terminology, shuts down, that wouldn't work. Stops, that wouldn't work. Is it so, active? So, that well, you could work. say suspends, suspends its normal activity. Suspends its normal. That, that might be. That might that might be. I I mean a chakra, chakras spin, and they just are spinning all the time. They have energy. They're putting out energy. So you can't say, oh, your chakra's down because you're negative. Absolutely not. The chakra's filled with negative energy. So you can't say that's like saying a person is no longer living because they're a criminal. You can't stop well, in, a chakra in with fact, negative energy. In fact, a chakra that is putting out negative energy is is very active. I mean, it's actually right. actually putting out putting out spinning and putting out negative right. energy, not positive energy. So it's now, extremely active. Assuming that a chakra's plug-in is into the soul, a chakra going clockwise is about the present and future. A chakra going counterclockwise is is really in the past as long you know in the past of the person or in a past life so some people come to the planet i guess you could say with a with a malfunctioning a a maladjusted chakra system wherein it is absolutely stuck in either the immediate past of somebody's life, meaning you know they're 40 and they're stuck as an eight-year-old, or the chakra has actually leaked over into via the soul into a past life, and the chakra is spinning in that past life. That's why we just met yesterday the three musketeers are walking down the street, <laughs> and actually they all have social security numbers. So somebody could be in a in a zone of and inhabited by a past life while they're living in the present life. But their chakra systems would be all messed up because the, the content of the chakra system is locked in some other time zone. So if a chakra system is not spinning presently in the present state, it's, it's maladjusted, meaning it's not adjusted to the time frame that one's living in, if a, if a chakra system is constantly, if a person's constantly out of the moment, but always thinking about the future, seers that really have no life, and all they do is predict, 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 see, 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 that chakra is spinning so rapidly that anybody with, with the capability of seeing the chakra would look like they're looking at the teacups at Disneyland. They're just spinning, spinning, spinning. A normal chakra going uh, clockwise, okay, that's normal. Now, a chakra can temporarily spin fast or temporarily spin counterclockwise if a person's having what? An experience. What happens when a chakra stops spinning? What happens? What happens when a chakra stops spinning? Well, what happens to a top when it stops spinning? It falls over on one side and sits there. You know, when you stop spinning, um, I want you, there's a certain spider. They're like a daddy long legs, but they're a certain spider. 
that if you touch their web, they will spin around so fast to avoid capture, whatever it may be, that until they stop spinning, it's chaos. And then they finally slow down once they detect it, or else they get so busy, they finally slow down and are at a standstill again. But when you think of things spinning and then falling over, a chakra can actually fall over. What a It's just not sitting like an egg on its tip, apex, or its, or its vortex or whatever. It, yeah. It's sitting, it's actually not sitting right. Like, it's like you just, have a plug in the, it, in the wall like and dislocated. it's not out. It's right. in, but it's not out, and it's hanging out, and there's no power. But you can see it's still kind of in the wall. That's somewhat similar. So chakras are really have personalities, and they can um, actually, if they stop spinning, it would be like they're out of place. There's something wrong. So if I'm looking at a chakra system, and I see a chakra that's not spinning too fast, that's future, that's not spinning at a normal speed, that's present, or that's not spinning counterclockwise, that's past, and I conduct the reading accordingly. If I see it somewhat tilted and it seems, mo- it doesn't seem motionless, but it just seems like it's just not operating, right? Then that's called a shutdown chakra. A shutdown chakra. Shutdown. Shut a shutdown like we chakra. Went shut down. See, we went into lockdown. shutdown during, we went into lockdown. Lockdown. I don't think they locked our houses when they went. How did they get them come and go? But, you know, and, and if they were shut down, did they go in the house and just fall asleep? Or, they, or quarantine, which is a misnomer because I don't even want to get into that. Quarantine. I don't quarantine. know how you I mean, probably I... call it. Go in your house, close the door, and don't come out. That's the, go in your house, close the door, don't come out. Instead of saying shut down or lockdown, that's probably what they should say. Um, and stay away from everybody. Well, six feet, six well feet. the whole quarantine idea is you need to quarantine when you're sick. You don't quarantine when you're not sick. And so everybody had to quote-unquote quarantine, and people weren't necessarily sick. Anyway, but that's but, but we're getting off subject. Well, yeah, okay. we're talking about the idea yeah. of these chakra systems. We are. And we do have a caller that is listening. So if that caller wants to speak with us, she may press 1, and then we will know she wants to okay, have a we'll chat. Okay, we'll jump in if you want, because I'm right. getting tired. If you want to to, um, talk about a chakra that is not functioning in any tenth past, present, or future, it's shut down. Now, a a tenth chakra. It's a tenth, (laughs) tenth chakra. Um, Or maybe it's not tenth. Because it could be a well, it could be a dormant chakra. Let's get back to the basics. Now that's happening. What's going on? But not sleeping. They're not sleeping, no. Zombie. Well, not even a zombie. They're eating people. <laughs> if a chakra is, now, what happens when a chakra is, you know, tilted to one side and it's, it seemingly is lifeless, if you want to call it that? What's the person doing? Well, we can't say they're sleeping because if we're sleeping and the chakras are uh all tilted to one side, we'll never wake up. I mean, the chakras help to wake us up because the chakras are connected to, you know, the bone is connected to the hip bone. The it's chakras connect. The, 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 the brain is not really a chakra system, but it's chakra number six. And that little chip in our brain is what keeps us aware it's what keeps us instinctively aware, psychically aware. Potentially, it is our basic seat of awareness, even though the back posterior brain, the frontal brain, and all that is, uh, has the parts of speech of awareness in it, instinctively and, and uh, intellectually. But when we get into the idea that if if the chakra systems are all tilted and we can't really say the person's sleeping, 
So what's happened? Can, can we edge over to maybe they're so deeply depressed that they can't function? Can we say they're in a coma? Can we say they, they are so sick they can't get out of bed? Well, can we say a cousin is our brother? No. Or can we say a cousin is in the bloodline of our family tree? Yes. These are all cousins to a, to a tilted chakra. Now, here's where it gets spooky. People, the people that have I, I have seen with tilted chakras have ultimately committed suicide. Now, not because of depression. They just don't feel like they're, they're supposed to be here. Now, a soul can be condemned to come back to the earth if you want to use the condemned or assigned or appointed or restricted. Well, appointed. Appointed isn't the right word. Appointed. appointed but would be a higher calling, not a condemnation or a sentence. Right. Necessarily, so I mean, um, using that terminology with someone no, it's who no, it's not really a clear. It's yeah, a, a pointed. You know, I a don't pointed. think uh, people walking with third eye ability said to Christ, "Why well, are your chakras all tilted?" Well, I'm so about this to is reminding me. This is the sub. I mean, right. I'm keep. You know where I'm going is the spine for some reason. Well, because it's reminding me of discs. Actually, yeah, no, the chakras. No, no, no well, it's not the spine. No, it's not the spine. But I'm saying, I'm saying that the chakras themselves—they're round, like discs in the spine. Yeah. And you know, this can be when you have a disc problem. You know, the the disc can be bulging. It can be asymmetrical. You can dislocate a vertebrae. And similarly, in a chakra system, which is not obviously. In the yeah, spine, necessarily. I mean, we're talking, talking about, about that. Or computers. <laughs> I'm um, just saying, you know, the the language is similar. I know. The and language, the language is, is similar. So Somebody say, saying disc, they might think you're talking about a computer. No, no, no. Uh, anyway, I know, but but see, I mean, the point is this: there are there are souls that come back to Earth for whatever reason, and they do not to be here and their whole lives are centered on not just living a life but their lives are centered on self-destruction immediately as soon as possible that's all they think about nothing else they function to some degree but there's no hope they're going to commit suicide and they will do it in such a deliberate way that there's a fine line to it. They don't have a life and a life and a life. And then they suddenly just shoot themselves. This they are committed, committed uh, to, uh, to, to destroying themselves. Now those are the typical energies of, of tilted chakras. And that's why I say get spooky it, it because is there spooky. are souls on the planet. And I've met these people who just say, I do not belong here. I, I do not belong. Now, somebody can say that and you go, yeah, okay, so let's, get, let's go into therapy or let's figure out why you feel. And then there are some people who I've seen and experienced, and I thought, you're right. You're right. Now, would I, tell, tell them, would I ever tell them that? I might tell them that, but would I ever present to them suicidal options? No. I would say, you've got to do your life. You've got to complete this existence in a way to where you don't do it. Well, yeah, you have hands. to encourage a person to continue existing. You can't say, listen, you're doomed to commit suicide and end your life. You have to give a person hope and keep them going. Yeah. Then under no circumstances would anyone ever encourage someone to commit suicide. No, obviously. absolutely not. So if somebody of this caliber is talking I would to say. me like this, I would say, well, then it doesn't matter. I, I told so one person uh, who was like this, who had some degree of talent in drawing. I said, start drawing your hands. Look at your hands and draw them. And I did good, some good. But the idea was the, there, was a, there was a sense of, of trying to find meaning in life because self-annihilation always has some form of consciousness of consequence, even if it's done because someone's in utter pain. But I, well, let's not get into that right now. 
because we're we're trying to emphasize that we promote life, not suicide, right. by any means for any reason. Now the idea though that there are souls, we're just going to the definition of souls that for some freaky idea there's no here, there's that, no way to avoid their yeah, the karmic just, destiny is that yeah. they're going to commit suicide. Just as there are people that are destined to die in a car accident, no right. matter what, <laughs> or just be shot and killed. People, des- you know, people who are, or get uh, cancer. Are mentally re- born retarded or have some horrible malfunction, a deformity. Think about it. Think of, look at yourself in the mirror and then think of what, whatever you've seen with the worst deformities in the human body that you could think of that people have lived with and that even those people have found meaning. You know, I mean, not just the elephant man who had notoriety, but people you would see on the streets that are poor, that are so deformed and poor and they're living on the streets. What kind of karma is that? Did they belong here? Of course they belong here. And that's our form of compassion, empathy, medicine, friendship support to help these people. Yeah, and then but of when course, we get into that line of physicality, we start to get closer and closer and closer to souls walking on the planet in human forms that really believe they they are not down here. Now I don't know about the mistakes that are made upstairs why those people do come to Earth. There it might be a condemnation in itself. Right, and of course they have to work out their work out whatever their issues are on on the earth plane, and get through their lives as difficult as they may might be, yeah. or not get through the lives. I mean, it depends. You know, there's a creative choice that people have sometimes, so they may be condemned in a certain way in in their in their um, physical problems that they come down to earth with, being deformed or whatever. And then they have creative destiny as far as their, what they make of that. You know, right. they're not destined to commit suicide necessarily, but they can make something of their lives, which is very difficult to say as someone who has not, right. <laughs> not come down in a body that's physically deformed. It's very easy to say, well, you know, you can make something of your life being, you know, being challenged in this way, or you can choose not to. Right. I mean, well, it's I, easy for me to I, say. In my journey in the astral realm, being I have in that seen is much uh, more difficult. Dark tunnels. When we see caller nine one nine, we're going to take you in just a moment. I have seen dark tunnels in the astral realm that I dare not venture into. I will not go into these certain. When I go out into the astral realm and I see these dark tunnels, I do not enter them. I stay away from them, and at times I even feel a force around them, and I do my best to stay away from them. Because I think if I go, ever go in it, I'll never come back. Now, in those tunnels, that may be where the mystery occurs, where a soul emerging from those tunnels comes to earth. There may be souls that are trapped in that tunnel that are now, can, if you want to call it it, condemned to return to earth when they're not supposed to. There's a condemned mystery. Condemned to, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Condemned to, the, to, to return, return to, to earth. earth. When, when they're, they're not supposed, supposed to, to. When they weren't meant to. Meaning, there are mysteries in the astral realm that cannot be explained. So if the soul is trapped in that dark tunnel, and there's something commanding them to go back to Earth when they're supposed to remain on the astral plane, uh, mm-hmm. those are the souls that may have been actually planted back on the planet, and they know they're not supposed to be here. So there is a dark element in the astral realm that I've seen or witnessed offhand where I can have maintained the knowledge or obtained the knowledge that that if you enter there, anything's up for grabs. And that's my explanation for where these souls come from that come back to earth and they go, I am not supposed to be here. Well, that's the thing is the astral realm, there's duality in the astral realm. So not only is there duality on the earth plane, but there's duality in the astral realm until you get into the highest levels of the astral realm where it's spirit, just pure spirit. You're in a, a, a form of duality and it can be dangerous. 
But I mean, what would cause a soul to be compelled to come back to the earth when they're not supposed to? We got to take this call though before we get to that. Hello? Hi, nine Hi. Hi, it's Kay. How are you? I'm actually enjoying oh. the conversation. So. <laughs> oh. Hi. No, K-A-Y, K. Yeah. Yeah. How are you guys well, doing? Good. Twelve twenty nine sixty six. Right. Yes, 66. that's correct. Oh, good. How are you doing? I was thinking about you and wondering how you were, uh, like couple days ago, last week, I think, and wondering about your job situation, actually. Um, Thank you. Um, I am doing well. I have a second round, well, no, uh, third round face-to-face with uh, a company that starts with, uh, name starts with an E, on Tuesday, and um, it has gone very well. Um, I actually feel pretty good about this one. Um, Like I said, I'm... The meeting has updated a couple of times, but I have four people that I'm meeting with next Tuesday, and one being the um, general counsel vice president. So it's kind of feeling like, okay, this is uh, face-to-face just so I can meet. I'm feeling like it's very positive. Okay. And so is that why you're calling, wondering if you're going to get this job or not? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, Actually, I do. Um, there is another job that I just kind of took, so I can have some income coming in, and I start it tomorrow. Um, not not the greatest thing, but I, I'm, I'm smart enough to know doing? to go ahead with what. So, what are you doing? I mean, in that job, what kind of um, accounts, re- accounts receivable manager, which is totally something I have no knowledge of, but because it's with <laughs> a law firm. Yeah, it's a law firm. I mean, I have some, but not to the degree that this position um, is, but it's it's with the law firm. So I have so much legal experience that they really are very excited. And, I, and I'm happy because, I mean, I'm, I don't despise small beginnings. So Okay, so you have something right now that's mm-hmm. going to be mm-hmm. a source of income. Mm-hmm. Should you start tomorrow, you say? Yes. Mm-hmm. Start tomorrow. So you haven't started yet. Start what's, tomorrow. What's the position there? Just accounts receivable manager. So that's so like. So she has no, not that much knowledge, but a lot of legal knowledge. They hired her. Right. But she's, she's in already ha- hired. Yeah. Her job, she does health care. She does like insurance. Uh, Correct. Insurance. I do, I do legal. Yeah. And legal and legal. My background is all, has always been legal. And I have worked in the healthcare industry in the legal department. In the legal department. But now she's at a law firm, and they've already hired her to work in accounts receivable. Right. But she's But she's going for another job, which she wants. So she's got this, this solid job that she's starting. But if she gets mm-hmm. this other job, then she plans on What's leaving. The other job? Well, it's a company that starts with an E. So it's explain, mm-hmm. yeah, explain what the company. I mean, is it a major? Explain it. Yeah, explain. Major. It's a um, credit reporting. Agency. Oh, okay. Well, we know yes. what who they might be. <laughs> it's a credit. So you're yes. going outside of healthcare totally. Yes. Yes. Which is okay. Yeah, which is okay um, because I um, it, it keeps me in the realm of what I have loved, and that is the contract management legal. That's right. Okay, contract that's management. A, right. Yeah, that's what my agent has always been. Um, so contract management is what you did in the it, with the other companies that you work for. Yes. And you work yes. for – but didn't you work for – if I'm not mistaken, didn't you work on the state level for contract management or yes. something like that? You yes. worked at the state That's level. Right. It was like, and then you moved into a a national company, like a, yeah. and then that was the job you're let go from. So you're, yeah. and then what would you be doing? Contract management for this major credit reporting yes. agency? Yes. Yes. And salary wise, is it more than you would be receiving from this law firm? Oh God, yes, <laughs> a lot more. Okay, 
Yeah. All right. Okay. So more than I, twice, I, more than I, double. I don't want to put um, too much, Kay, but mm-hmm. but just for reference, if we look at the bar of 150,000 a year, if you're comfortable with answering, would it be above or below that bar? A little below that. A little below. Now, mm-hmm. would the new job bring it above the bar? Oh, I'm you sorry. Said, you, I'm sorry. Let me let me let me. So the job that I start tomorrow, you asked me, is it not not the one that I'm interviewing for Monday? I'm sorry. No. Ask the question again. The job you're in now, is it above or below 150? Oh, way 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 below. Way 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 below. So would the new job, if you get it, be above 150? Yes, or at least close to it. About close to it. Oh. But the Sorry. one you have now is like is 75, below. like 7580. No, even lower than okay. that. Wow. Okay. What? What? The current one? The current one is lower even than that. Okay. 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 We don't need to, That's you right. know, probe into your, you know, personal life. But we're, you well, know, we deal with numbers. We <laughs> well, we deal with numbers. No problem. No problem. We deal, we deal okay. with numbers. So uh, sometimes salary is equated with the numbers in a birthday. Yes, indeed it is. And also with age, not according to the mm-hmm. society view of age, but the uh, energy of karma and things like that in your personal life. Okay. Now, the way I see it, you're, you're you, okay. Mm-hmm. The bar of 150 is where your your soul could potentially make it. And if you're saying that okay. this job could get there, that's at least mm-hmm. first base. That's at least first base we're getting there. At least we hit the bar. Okay. 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 You're going to say Great. something? No, I'm, I'm not saying anything. I'm listening. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, the – so – the problem is that you don't seem to carry as much experience in the new job, potentially, mm-hmm. as you, the one you have now where they're eagerly awaiting you. How long have you worked with the one now? She just start, she starts oh. tomorrow. Yeah. I just accepted so, the position because I needed an income coming in. But, I mean, for the, your location, just, just your location – I mean, salary-wise, um, it's not a horrible. I mean, I, I don't know what you're making at this other job. Are we talking more like six in the range of sixty to seventy? Sixty to seventy? Uh, it's just right. It, it's like a little bit below that. That's wow. why I said when I said it's half of what um, I previously okay. made. Oh, it's half of what you previously made. I, the reason I said 75 yeah. to 80 is because I thought 150. I thought it was half of what you um, were going to make at this p- potential new job. So I was just dividing that yeah. in half. Then, yeah, so it's, so it's even lower than that. So it's, it's not a great salary, but you're in an area where it's not you're, – you're, the cost of living isn't as much as if you were, like, in a major, major metropolitan area like L.A. or, or New York. Um, That's true, too, yeah. But 150 would be very comfortable for you, right? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, can you live on your salary now? Can you meet all your basic needs? Um, what I would be making with that, um, not not really. I'd have to get a part-time job. Uh, okay. Gotta get so here's, here's one of your karmic problems. When one has an eight in their birthday, it's much easier to assume income. Other numbers can, but an eight is a good is a good visual way to look at. Do I have a potential a card <laughs> card, if you will, to make money? Now the thing with you, Kay, is that in your last lifetime you wore an eight. Ah, so in your last okay. lifetime you had money, but you okay. know what? You know what? You didn't transcend. You came back. So you came oh, wow. back. You came back probably over an abuse of, of money. money. So now you're caught in the energy of money contracts 
debt collection overseen in a legal environment. Right, without any eight anywhere in the yeah. birth date. So your job okay. is a karmic job right now. You were you okay. are you are there where you are at barely making it and possibly needing a part time job because you're supposed to be there to pay off karma with the amount of salary you're making and in an area of where you compromised yourself in the previous lifetime legally. So you probably made wow. a lot of money and did something illegal with the money or cheated. Or oh, wow. <laughs> and, and now you're wow. coming back to pay it. And it's a lot of work without meeting your, your means, but the environment itself is a legal environment. Do you get that much so far? Yes. Yeah. Wow. You don't accept okay. it. You know, we're in a book world here. But and, you, you should accept it, but you don't have and to. And just as background, just as a reminder, what happened is she was working for the state. She left that job to work for a major company, a major national company, which she thought was going to be a step up. And she had conflict with the manager that worked there, her, her yeah. direct supervisor, and then got fired. See? So, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Let's face it. That is because of karma, and you're having to go through it again to pay off some debt. Now, here's the question: When is that over, and when can you graduate in this lifetime and maintain your (laughs) eight again after you paid off your certain karma? Now, your master number is nine, so your most recent change was at fifty-four. And what, you're 55 now? She's 55 now. Yeah, 55 now. So, stand on first base. We may be able to get to second now because you've paid off your, your, you've paid off six cycles of your um, master. Seven would okay. be six. I don't think we need to wait that long. Well, and she's got a nine-six, I mean, in her, in her linear. Yeah. But she's got a 29 in her day, day. which means trouble in relationships. relationships, which she has had problems in relationships. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea, the <laughs> idea mean, we, personal, if we converse with the, you know, the universe, is, is Kay ready to jump to second base, one, and to make possibly 150 or close to it, two? And she paid off her karma. Is she ready? Ready or not, here we may or may not come. So we don't know yet, but we know the phrase is up that you're in the alignment of possibly getting there. Now, according to our show, we could pray, we could send out energy, or we could do anything with our extra credit points to assist you in that endeavor as we speak. Just question, Kay, in your job history, mm-hmm. prior to this firing that you had, have there been any other issues with jobs? I mean, problems at work, any other jobs that um, you've lost? Yeah, I mean, some difficulty. Um, yeah, yeah, I've had, you know, some difficult managers. Um, but I can honestly say I've never had anyone speak and behave the way this previous manager did, not to the point where um, – it made me so uncomfortable that I knew I needed to go to HR the way I did. Okay. And going to HR, you were still fired? Um, I think that was the reason I was. Um, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah, that's, that's my true belief. Um, even well, one of the attorneys that I worked with there, yeah, one of the attorneys that I worked with at that particular company, actually advised me to maybe uh, consider an EEOC charge because it was obvious retaliation. Why didn't you follow through? I have. I am in the process of doing that now. Oh, okay. That's good. That's that's reasonable. Now, Mm -hmm. here's the thing. Listen closely. Your karmic number is 36, okay? Okay. If we add up your month, we get a three. If we look at your last number, we get a six. That replicates and that 
com- combination, your karmic number, that tells me you may be getting done with your karma, even though it's been extended beyond 36. What happened at 36 again? At 36. Um, 36. What happened at 36? That um, been- my, son was, my son started high school, and that was when I was preparing to the divorce. Oh, so, yeah. and she's, she's now gay. So she, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you were married and did you, I mean, mm-hmm. when you, out of curiosity, did you get divorced because you decided to become a lesbian or did you just get divorced because the marriage wasn't working and then you discovered your sexuality? Um, honestly, truthfully, I'd always known my sexuality, uh, but I just went along with the norm of what was expected of me to be in, you know, Christian black lady in North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, beyond that, Kay, you went along with your karma. Yeah. Your, your, your brain may, may condition itself to this lifetime, but karma-wise, you were supposed to meet your ex-husband have children. That was already karma above and beyond your own life mentality. Now, okay. And you got divorced. You are getting ready for divorce. That 29 <laughs> is the hardship of relationship, mostly with men. Mostly mm. with men. Your 1229 adds up to a four. That's the, the element of earth and man. Three is female. Mm. You have a three a strong three in your energy in your month, but it had to it had you had to find your femininity in terms of sexuality, and you have a one twelve that's your three, and then you have a sixty six in your year that's another twelve three, right? Three and three is six, which is you realize in your mind it's time to make a change, which starts the ball mm-hmm. rolling around thirty six, and you're now fifty five, mm-hmm. and we're looking at I'm. Sure, we're looking at the possibility of you getting this job, but it's not locked in. We're, it's like saying we're on second base. Will be, he be able to make home or she be able to make home? Mm-hmm. That's where we are right now. That's where we are right now. So we have to, one, apply a prayer for you. We're doing that. Energy, we're doing that. And then a couple of questions. Okay. Questions. So think this through. And you're allowed to stretch it if you have to, to find the answer. When was there ever a dog in the family that died and in the death was either buried in the backyard or it was a hardship? Wow. Yes. Yes. Explain that. Explain that. Um. I had a, we had a dog, uh, bought our son a dog when we moved into our home, and uh, he grew up with the dog. And when my son left for college, um, of course, his, the dog went through some major depression. Um, and about the same time, I, when he left for college, I was separating. And the plan was for my ex-husband to keep the dog until I got settled, and then I was going to take the dog. But he met someone new, and she didn't want the dog, so he gave our dog to his niece and nephew, who who had grown up with our dog, which wasn't a problem, but I did not know that. I did not find out until later on, whenever I was ready for our dog to move with me, that he had been given away. And my nephew, who was exactly the same age, born a week apart, was so attached to him that I let him stay, and it hurt me greatly that he didn't even discuss with me prior to giving the dog away. Um, but, again, I could not just take our dog from a nephew. He, he really he really did love him. And he kept they kept him, and he took care of him until he passed away, and um, he is buried in the backyard. Yeah. So we got it, right? Yeah. Now, yeah. We, now we're on third base. Okay. <laughs> now we're on third base. We're playing baseball? Home, huh? We're playing baseball? Uh, for analogy. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. It's a joke. <laughs> Don't be so liberal. Yeah. Um, now, the question, Kay, is 
How do we get from third to home plate? How do we do that? Well, you're going to be what, meeting the vice president, right? Yeah. And you're going to have a talk. That will be a karmic conversation. You know, you've known the, this group before, just as you've known the group you're in. The question is, you just the way that the arrangement is on the earth, you've just got hired, so they're very excited about you being there, and you may be leaving them in a month. Right. Just like you being taken away from the firm you're in would be like the dog being taken away from you. Do you see the analogy? Yeah. And they may... Of course, they'll be disrupted because now who do we get? You know, we were so eager, and you sort of betrayed us. You're leaving if you get the job. You're leaving. Now, it's reasonable. You say, I, 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 I'm so thankful I got this job, but, you know, I, but this job, I have to get a part-time job. I can't make my ends meet. Salary is far below. So logistically, strategically speaking, I've been offered a job that doubles my salary. And they go, well, you can't argue with that. You can't argue with that. Just like you said, I can't argue because the nephew loves him. You mm, see the analogy? Wow. Yeah, I do. I do. Now, I now do. we get to the intriguing part of the analogy. Buried the dog in the backyard, which was, an, which was part of the psychic reading. So that means possibly that you're going to bury the job you're in in the backyard because you're moving on. Now, mm. that kind of gets us a little bit off third base, maybe three feet away towards home plate. <laughs> okay. Towards home plate. Now, is your mother deceased? Yes. Did she leave you any jewelry? Um, none that I know of, no. No. Is jewelry ever an issue? For her or for me? Either one. Um, no, I, my mother passed when I was a year old, so there's a lot that I don't remember. There's not, like, a lot of conversation around a year, her. Um, a year old. Yeah. Yeah. That, so for me, that, um, jewelry has been in the past in different relationships. I am very earthy, so... I have no problem with um, handmade jewelry, and, but I've had people in my life who felt the need to want to buy me gold and silver, which which is nice. I, I definitely appreciate it, but I I'm okay with some copper handcrafted earrings or uh, gems incorporated in copper. So I, I love okay. those kind of things. Got it. The reason you're humbled yourself in jewelry as opposed to gold and silver, is because you've had to humble yourself with salary due to karma. Just as mm. you're being humbled by salary now with the prospect or the idea that you may have to carry two jobs to make ends meet. So the idea mm. that we appeal to the universe and say, can Kay and her karma now get over to this new job, double her income, because she's paid off her karma and her consciousness is high and of, of good standing. Wow. So we put that out to the universe. I don't know what vibration. I'm not getting back any vibration, either yay or nay, but we put it out and it was received like on the computer. It got accepted. So somebody's, wow. con- somebody's considering that. Now, in your lifetime, did you ever know anyone named Sydney or Merle or anything like that? Um. I know, no, not really. Um, not that I can think. It, it sounds familiar, but I just don't know if I do. What about a Melvin? As as you said. What oh, about yeah, a Melvin? I have a cousin. Yeah, I have a cousin named Melvin. Okay, that's what Good. it is. Excellent. Good. Okay. Good work. So Melvin. <laughs> I can contribute something today with the microphone. Melvin. <laughs> so Merlin. Uh, Melvin just told Merlin, uh, Kristen. Uh, she's Merlinette. Um, she, she also worked at um, the the, uh, the the thing in in New York with the Rockettes work. Uh, uh, city Hall. Uh, Radio City. Radio City. Yeah. 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 Merlinette. She she came out with a beard and she danced 
in New York City. That was Epstein's past life. Uh, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> uh, she got arrested for wearing her skirt too high. But anyways, the, the idea that uh, that this is and now, not shaving. <laughs> we just got a step closer to home plate. Mm. We're not there yet. And so we may not know if we're going to get there yet, but we know that we've established enough confidence in our validations, psychically speaking, to, that, to feel that we're getting closer and closer to that place. Now, either the universe is going to say, okay, like a job. You almost were qualified. You almost made it, but not this time around. Or they'll say, you made it. I don't know which one it will be yet. Are you wearing a ring at all on any of your fingers? No, nothing now. Uh-huh. Well, I don't, that means I can't answer your question. I myself can't answer your question <laughs> verbatim, but we're doing the best we can to get you there. It's weird. So it's from Melvin question. Harold, Melvin, and the Blue Notes, do you have any connection with? I absolutely love Harold, Melvin, and the Blue Notes, one of my favorite groups. I listen to oldies all the time, and that is a radio station that is on my radio all the time. And I just sent a song to someone, uh, Harold, Melvin, and the Blue Notes. So. You did. So it's interesting. Yeah. And, you know, the, the weird thing about that is um, Teddy Pendergrass is, was the lead singer for Harold Melvin mm-hmm. and Blue. Mm-hmm. And I, I, yeah. who I love, love. And, love Teddy. <laughs> that's beside the point. But, but it's interesting with him because he, he really got shafted because he was not, you know, the, the band was named for Harold Melvin, not Teddy Pendergrass. Mm-hmm. And, of course, right. he Teddy Pendergrass went on to have a solo career, but he didn't get the recognition that he should have gotten um, yeah. in that band. And so that's somewhat analogous to you having the issues that you're having in the workplace, though not exactly the same type of thing. But anyway, it's interesting. So you just sent a Harold Melvin Blue Note song to someone. Yeah. Yeah. So, so now when we get into Blue... The blue note of the chakra system is the sixth chakra, basically. Well, fifth too, right? Fifth and sixth. Which um, is the vocal chakra. Yeah, vocal and third eye. So, I mean, we could, we could continue on with, the, you know, words that you could validate, and we could do that all day long, but we don't have time for that. What we've done is we've given you a good idea of what your situation is, because we're out of time now. Yes. What your situation yes. is, and maybe from there you could figure out talking to God or whoever you talk to to, yes. to uh, move this forward. Let us know what happens. Definitely. I will inbox you guys. Thank you so very much for your time. As always, I am so grateful for you guys. You truly are blessing to me. Oh, we appreciate that. Okay, and thank you. Thank you. Keep this post. Okay. I will. All right. We're back on air. Perfect. Okay. We're back on air Friday at our regular time. Hope you join us then. Bye-bye.